Hi there. Do you know what your anxiety profile is? Me, I was a besieged panicker. We often say that the first step to reversing anxiety is to understand it. And that's why we've created a tool to help you discover your anxiety profile. And it's totally free. In about 90 seconds, you'll receive your customized anxiety profile. And it will answer so many questions you've probably been struggling with, including, am I going crazy? And why me? So if you haven't yet, pause this episode and head to lifefreeofanxiety.com slash profile or click the link in the show notes. I promise you'll get a lot more out of this and every episode once you know your anxiety profile. And now, on to the show. Hey guys, it's Erica. Welcome back to part three on the holidays. This episode will specifically cover tips on holiday travel and the anxieties that can come with it and how to get through it most importantly. Stay with us. Welcome to the Life Free of Anxiety podcast, where each week we'll bring you another discussion to help you on your way to overcoming your fears. I'm Erica, and together with Dr. Charles Barr, a licensed clinical psychologist specializing in anxiety, we'll be your guides on this journey. Because you are not broken, you are not alone, and you are on your way to living a life free of anxiety. A couple of um, comfort things. I really want people to try to stay relaxed during the whole process. So you picture yourself driving to the airport and you're feeling relaxed while you're you're going. And you picture yourself uh, getting your luggage out and getting it um, checked in and you're feeling relaxed in that process. And you're standing in line for the TSA and you're feeling relaxed in that process. Then you're waiting at the gate and you're relaxed while you're there. Then you get on the plane and you're relaxed as you get in the plane. The door closes and you're feeling relaxed and calm. So you're you're taking yourself through every aspect of the trip. The first thing that that the airline tells you to do is to buckle your seatbelt. And I want you to put great significance in buckling your seatbelt. where you buckle your seatbelt and now you're trusting your seat to keep you safe. So I I want you to relax into the seat and let the seat do the work for you. And the more uh, limp and relaxed and dish rag like you can be in that seat, the better the seat works for you. And as soon as you clasp that uh, seatbelt, Say to yourself that this is my safety. As long as my seatbelt is clasped, um, I'm safe in this airplane. Let that work for you because you're safe there. You're you're not in any jeopardy just because you've hit some turbulence, and you're not in any jeopardy just being in the air. Period. Right. You know you're safe in that seat, and the airplane's going to get you where you want to go. What about somebody who's dealing with feeling claustrophobic or trapped? What kind of things could they tell themselves? If they're feeling claustrophobic and trapped, then they're going to be feeling quite anxious if they're getting into an airplane. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's part of the problem with with a lot of people who have trouble flying. Yes, is is they feel that trapped feeling, and um, so it's important for you to change what you're saying to yourself. You know, oh no, I'm trapped in here. It's like, well, no, I chose to get on the airplane. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm not trapped here. I chose to be here. And this, by choosing to be here, I get to go and do some very fun things on the other end of this 
that I've been looking forward to doing for a long time. Yeah. And so there's a lot of good that's going to come from this. It, it's not just that you're trapped uh, and you're perfectly safe. Uh, it's also, you know, you're, uh, oh, well, what if I can't get enough air while I'm in here? I, I'm feeling like I can't breathe. Mm-hmm. It's like, yes, there's plenty of oxygen here. I can breathe just fine. So it's very important how the person is talking to themselves okay. uh, to change how they're talking. And that would be a, a good time to be doing some breathing to let their body relax, mm-hmm. uh, to not trigger all the, the stress hormones. Um, and and the breathing can be very, very helpful to take deep breath, let it out slowly and speak calm and relaxed to yourself. Yeah, it's also it's also can be very helpful to picture yourself being somewhere completely other. Uh, we call it, um, you know, using your imagination. But in your imagination, take yourself somewhere completely different. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're in the airplane, but uh, you could be imagining yourself lying on your favorite beach, yeah. or you could imagine, you know, that might hey, be not a problem. That might be the time that I pull out Doctor Barr's. Um, beach relaxation CD or disc. Sure, <laughs> that's right. Because he, he that's does, right. has a great put one. that on and remind yourself what it what it's like to be there. Yeah, and because what what your brain is hearing and what your mind is picturing takes your body there experientially, even though your body may still be sitting in the seat. Your your body's going to respond as though you're on the beach because you're picturing being on the beach. Yes, and practice mm-hmm. makes perfect. So doing, you really can't do those relaxation exercises too much. No, to get your body. The more to you feel do that. them, the better they work. Mm-hmm. And and it takes practice to get good at those. So we would want people to to start early in practicing. What if what if you don't have time to do this? What if you don't have time to before your trip? Um, I would say talk with your doctor about getting some medication to help you on the trip. I would much prefer you take um, some medication to help you than to use alcohol. Yeah. But a lot of people use alcohol to travel. Yes. It's strange um, to me. I feel like that can really, for me, I feel like that would make me more anxious. I mean, it can have that effect. It does on me. It would make me more anxious. And that's, that's always something to, that could really happen to anyone that people should be aware of too, that it might, just because it relaxed you once doesn't mean it will relax you every time. Well, that's right. Um, and unfortunately then, then, uh, over time, then it takes more and more alcohol to um, to get you you to the same place where, where you're feeling comfortable. Yeah. So, uh, that can be a dangerous situation. So if you're having that kind of anxiety and you have to travel, then I would say talk with your doctor about getting some medication to help you on the trip. Like Xanax, is that what you mean by medication? Or? Uh, some Xanax or, or Ativan or Clonopin, one, one of those okay. three. Because those are very effective and um, they're designed for short-term use mostly. And mm. the doctors usually don't have trouble prescribing that for trouble. I mean for travel. Okay, so there's trouble. there's no judgment or shame in needing to take something like that to get somewhere. There's nothing wrong with not it. Not in my not in my mind anyway. Okay, I see I see medication like that as a tool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a tool for you to use, and if it helps you get there and be comfortable and have a good trip, then 
I think that's a good tool to have and a good yeah. thing for for a person to use. It can can make a difference in having a terrible flight or having a wonderful flight. Mm. And so if that's the difference it's going to make, I'm all for you using that. What about when somebody is feeling the urge right before uh, the plane? I, I know it's very common that a lot of people feel okay until they know the door is going to shut on the airplane. Do you have any tips for getting through that? Well, um, I think that catches some people off guard. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, well, I was doing just fine until they closed the door. Um, and then they start getting panicky. Yeah. And um, I would encourage them to talk to themselves and imagine what it's going to be like when the door closes. That, in fact, if they look around the, the plane, everyone else in the plane seems to be just fine. Mm-hmm. There's no generalized panic that the door just closed. Um, most people are doing just fine and that they will do just fine, too. And it's important to to picture that before you get there. Now, if if the panic starts, I want you to do what what you need to do. If you have uh, if you have medication, take the medication before you uh, get on the plane so that you've already got that in your system. Okay. If you don't have medication, then I want you to talk to yourself about relaxing, about breathing. Um, I want you to touch your seatbelt and remind yourself that you're safe and you're 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 going to be completely safe and that this is a safe way of travel. Uh, millions of people do it every day, and this is a completely safe way of travel. Right. And start talking different words to yourself. I have plenty of air. I can breathe fine. Yes, your heart is beating like crazy, but remind yourself, I'm having a fight or flight reaction. This is just adrenaline, and that's going to wear off in just a little while. Yeah, and I heard something about one time that was re- I thought was really good advice about when the door was about to close, somebody told themselves, that's good. That's what you want, because the sooner the door closes, the sooner we get the show on the road, and then I get to my destination. So expecting exactly. that the door shutting is a positive thing because it's going to move you forward and you're going to end up um, uh, also, um, they recommended imagining what you were going to see that you wanted to see when you landed. So Very good, yes. Yeah, I, I think like that's that. great. I yes. liked that. I it's that a necessary good. step. Yeah. yeah. The sooner they get the door closed, the sooner we get going. Yeah. Right. And then... You know, time passes so, I mean, if you think about it, a day goes by so fast, an hour goes by so fast, a minute goes by so fast. So really, in the end, you're not spending a significant amount of time in the plane, you know, even on your longest flight. You really, you're really not spending a significant amount of your life in the air. In the end, ultimately, although it might feel like that at the time. Um while you're going through it, it can seem like it, it's a never-ending process. Yeah. But in fact, it's, it's only a short time. Right. Um, if you're traveling within the United States, um, it, you're prob- you can go coast to coast in about five hours mm-hmm. if you have a nonstop flight. Yeah. So five hours is, is a long time if you're panicking. But if you're doing something that distracts you and uh, – you're watching a movie, you're playing your favorite game, you're reading a magazine, you're reading a book, uh, you're talking with a friend, wh- whatever you're doing, 
um, eating snacks, be sure and take some snacks so that you've got some food that, that is comfortable for you. Mm-hmm. Um, don't just eat sugar. <laughs> uh, stay away from caffeine at that point. Um, yes. You know, get get some healthy food in you, um, and you, you're gonna. It's gonna go quickly. Yeah. Um, some people like to sit by the window. I I actually like to sit by the window because it gives you a view that you get nowhere else. Yeah. Um, now sometimes. As soon as you take off, you get a cloud cover and you see nothing until you land except clouds. <laughs> yep. So I feel a little disappointed when that happens, but uh, you also can see some some uh, very interesting cloud formations and things down there. So that can be very fun, actually, if you if it's okay for you to be looking. Right. And that's up to each individual. Yes. Uh, for me, I don't like to look. I just like to distract myself and, okay, I don't really need to see how high up I am. It doesn't matter. And that's, for me, that's how I get yeah. by easier. But yeah, it's up to uh, you. That's interesting because I rarely, I rarely think about how I, how high up I am and I think about how unusual the earth looks from up there. <laughs> yes, definitely a different really perspective. Fun. And it is, a, it's generally really, I mean, I, I watched this YouTube video recently of people who were taking their first flight. And some of them were adults uh-huh. and they had been apprehensive or what have you. And one woman I know, she was like, she was saying, oh, I couldn't believe how beautiful it was. It was just so beautiful. And I was like, that's yes. cool. You know, from I've I have flown for, you know, my first flight when it was when I was six years old. And I forget that uh-huh. from somebody for seeing it, you know, seeing it for the first time. What it's it's yes. it's amazing. I mean, it really is amazing that we get to do it. So yes, it it's not like anything else we see any other place. Yeah, uh, I mean, we can see it in pictures, but yeah, it it's um, it's different when you're seeing it for yourself for real. Yes, it's like yeah, that's that's pretty exciting. Now that's the other thing, is change your anxiety to excitement. It's like wow, I'm really excited about taking this plane flight. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you're feeling a little bit anxious, but if you can turn it to excitement, excitement and anxiety run on the same pathway. And so mm-hmm. uh, turn it to excitement. I'm very excited about taking this flight. Um, that that puts a real positive spin on it and, and gives you positive energy instead of scary negative energy. Yes. So I hope our listeners uh, that are going to be flying, I wish them uh, wonderful travels. And, yes, me too. Uh, I would like to think that they would have no delays and no canceled flights and <laughs> yeah, no wintry weather, but I know they're probably going to have some of those. Yes. And um, so enjoy the enjoy the the new and novel that comes with that. Um, it's going to challenge you uh, to use your resources, and that's a good thing for your brain. Um, so it's all a great adventure. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope that something in today's conversation provided you with a feeling of hope, determination, or purpose. I know exactly what you're going through, and that's why I want to give you some of the tools that helped me in my anxiety journey. So if you want a totally free copy of the Relaxation CD, well, MP3 actually, that helped change my life forever, come on over to the Life Free of Anxiety Facebook or Instagram page. Send me a message and I'll send it over as our gift to you. 
Thanks again for listening. And remember, you are not broken, you are not alone, and you are on your way to living a life free of anxiety. See you next week. Before you go, I wanted to give you one last reminder to discover your anxiety profile at lifefreeofanxiety.com slash profile. Going forward, we really think this should be the starting point for everyone's anxiety journey. Once you're done, once you're done, you'll probably wonder how we could learn so much from just a few questions. It really is amazing. What you don't see is behind the scenes, your responses are compared to what we've learned from helping over 200,000 people just like you reverse their anxiety over the past 40 years. It's a data-backed assessment with real insights. I promise it's worth 90 seconds of your time, and it's totally free. Just click the link in the show notes or head to lifefreeofanxiety.com profile, and I'll talk to you again soon.